Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, hallelujah. Welcome to 
attending the Masses Media Ministry Sunday morning service. This morning, you're going to hear from myself, Evangelist Portia Mike Iver, and Sister Stephanie Pritchett will be reading our scriptures. We welcome you all out this morning. Hallelujah. Well, this afternoon, it's not morning, it's afternoon. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for reaching this far. We thank him for another day. Amen. As I say always, one that we've never seen before and one that we will never see again. Use this day as what it is, a gift that God has given you. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us go before the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and we glorify your name, Father. We thank you for this day, Lord, this gift of 24 hours that we can do something for you, that we can win a soul for you, make a disciple of someone, whether male or female. Lord, hallelujah. Lord, we thank you and we glorify your name. Let us make the most of this day, Lord. Hallelujah. Doing the things that you have already ordained us to do. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We ask you, hallelujah, to continue to keep us, Lord. We thank you for keeping us overnight, Father. You allowed us to wake up today, hallelujah, in health, hallelujah, hallelujah, in your glory, covered with your glory, hallelujah, redeemed, hallelujah, we who have accepted you. And those who have not accepted you, they should be even the more thankful because you allowed them one more day to get it right. Grace is covering them, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for giving them another day. And, Lord, we thank you for this day. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, bless each and every listening ear, Lord. Hallelujah. On this live Sunday morning service program, well, Sunday afternoon program, Lord, we thank you and we glorify your name. And we say in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, amen. Saints of God, I'm glad to be here this morning. Do you not realize that God woke you up? It was not your alarm clock that woke you up. Woke you up. It was not your wife that woke you up. Amen. Hallelujah. Or your husband or that crying baby. It was God Almighty. Amen. That woke you up this morning. I know it was him that woke me up this morning. Amen. Because I got up early then got back in bed around 6 o'clock. My daughter came in around 7, and I gave her the under-eyed look. She left out of the room. <laughs> and I didn't mean to sleep that long. I wanted to sleep until 8.30. When I woke up, it was like around 9.25. So my advice to you, once you wake up, stay up. Amen? Use that time to pray to the Lord. But see, I had already prayed, so I said, I'm going to get me a little nap. Hmm. And you know when you get that second sleep, that second sleep is like your body say, uh-uh, we're not waking up right now, uh-uh. And that's the way it was at, uh, what, 9.25? <laughs> I 
ask Alexa. I said, Alexa, what time is it? She said, the time is um, 9.45 a.m. I said, oh, God, Lord, I didn't mean to sleep that long. But you know what? Our God is gracious. I guess he knew my body needed the extra sleep. I woke up not wanting to get out from under those covers because it was nice and warm. And I told you, I sleep under a quilt and a blanket. Amen. I mean, a big blanket. Amen. Then I got another one beginning. But that's not why we're here this morning. Amen. We are here this morning to bring praises to our Lord, to bring you scripture. This is our Sunday morning service for all of you who either don't have a church that you go to or don't have a assembly that you go to or you miss services or for the sick and shut in. Amen. Hallelujah. It's okay. We're here. We're gathered together. Amen. Where two of you are gathered together in my name. There I am in the midst. So in the name of Jesus, we are gathered together here today. I don't care whether you're in the United States, in Zambia, in Germany, in Australia, wherever you are in the world. If you are gathered together here on any of the platforms that you're on this morning, then we say in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, we are gathered together. Hallelujah, and he is in the midst, because that's his word. That ain't me, y'all. He said, where two of you are gathered together, at least two of you are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. So guess what? He's here, y'all. Amen. And he's ready, hallelujah, to use this vessel to teach, preach, Evangelize whatever he wants me to do. Amen. Hallelujah. To bring his people in right standing with him. Amen. And for those who are already in right standing, to encourage us to stay in right standing with him. Amen. We welcome all of you, hallelujah, this morning. I don't know if Sister Stephanie can see anyone because usually everything shows up afterwards. I don't know how it's set. Do you see anyone? Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, she says she'll let me know once she can see them and they come up. And of course, Periscope goes so fast, the names go so fast you can't catch them. But anyway. We just thank all of you for being out this afternoon. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. You are in a real service. This is nothing fake, y'all. Just because it's online don't mean it's fluff. Amen. We are not a candy cotton ministry. Amen. Hallelujah. We're not a, a, <laughs> a ministry flying in the wind. We are a bona fide ministry. Amen. A meeting of the Ecclesia. Hallelujah. We're coming to you today uh, with the topic, Time to Gather the Harvest. You know, you look around you and you see everything going on in the world. And you can come to only one conclusion. I listen to not so much the national news. 
or the local news, but some of these alternative news programs out there, even they are saying the same thing. Amen? Hallelujah. It's time to prepare to get ready. Because with the way things are going in our government, we see China and we see um, Paris and other nations and how everything is just going gabonkers over there, you know? you got people being shot and killed and they're rioting in the street. This is the spirit of Leviathan. Hallelujah. That serpent that weaves itself in and out and chokes this and moves that to the side and makes things seem like they are not. Amen. That's what it does. It causes confusion. It's called Leviathan. Look the word up in your dictionary and look the word up in your Bible. And you see how bad this thing is. Look at his character. Look at his traits or its traits. I'm not even going to give it a, a sex. I'm going to say its traits because it's a spirit. Look up its traits and see what it does and look at the word and see if that's not what's going on in the world. Amen. That's what he's doing. He's going through every nation, and he's causing problems, all kinds of fights and murders. And, oh, yeah. Did you hear the news? Hmm. And I'm going to say this this morning because it's something that a reliable source has, has said. If you've read in the Bible about the, um, what is false god called? What is he? Moloch? Mo, Moloch. Yeah. Mola, he is where they sacrifice their babies on. You hear it of um, in the Bible where it says they put their children through the fire. They you they literally did that. Moloch holds out his arms, and there is something within him that they stick their children through there, and the children are sacrificed by burning. They got this big old statue in Rome of Moloch that they are going to let sit there for six months. Well, I have one thing to say to Rome. Where's the Catholic Church when you need them? Mm -hmm. Are they allowing this in the place that they are? They're supposed to be worshipers of God. Not Moloch. Why would they allow this to stay in their city for six months? Let me tell you something. Watch Rome. Because that thing also brought bad luck. Mm -hmm. I know you say there's no bad luck, but guess what? What we call bad luck is the wrath of God. Amen? Do you really think he's going to let that thing sit there and not do a thing about it? Mm-hmm. See, they tried that mess over in D.C. They tried to put some fake deity there. And the Christians freaked out, and they had to move that thing. I've forgotten where they put it at. I think it was Georgia. I'm not even going to say that because I'm not sure. But why do they want to put these fake gods up, these idols, especially Moloch? Isn't it enough? that you're aborting the babies and killing them? Come on now. Why are you going to put this thing up in your city? 
That makes no sense to me. Hmm. That's like putting a statue of Satan up in your city. All those, those, what are they called, goggles or gorgals or those ugly things that they have on some of those buildings in Italy and Rome and those are demons. Why do you want those things on a building? Just give me a big hammer and let me come through there and knock every one of them down because you got those things looking down on you. And you say, well, it's just a statue. It doesn't mean anything. Don't fool yourself. You think it's just a statue. But you got things all around you that you know not of. Those of you who allow those things and those spirits that go all around you are sitting on what looks like them. And they're looking down on you. If there's chaos in your city, guess what? Look up and rebuke whatever is sitting on that thing. You know, I have been to places and they have certain figures somewhere and I could literally see something squatting on it. And I would look at it and I said, What and shake my head and rub my eyes and it's still there. I'm saying, Lord, I know I'm seeing things and I just quietly this has been since I've been saved. I just quietly rebuke it and it goes. I'm saying, Lord, do these people understand what they're doing? No, they don't. That's the sad, pitiful part about it. They don't know. When you invite anything that has to do with the fallen Lucifer who became Satan, or as Miles Monroe would call him, that unemployed cherub, when you invite anything of his in your home, in your state, in your city, he comes to tear up. The Bible says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The murder rate went up in your city. Look around and find out who's got what up. Amen? Find out how many witches are in your area. Mm-hmm. The Bible says I suffer not a witch to live. Amen? Find out how many warlocks are in your area. Find out who's doing witchcraft, voodoo, hoodoo, moodoo, whatever it's called. I don't know. And rebuke those things. Find those. You've got the power, church. That's what you call yourself, the church. Hallelujah. God calls you in the Greek language, which is what the New Testament is written in. He calls us the ecclesia. Ecclesia, get on your job. When you see these things or hear of these things, rebuke them, bind them, and loose peace and freedom. Amen? And a voodoo, hoodoo, moodoo, free city, town, country, state. Amen? You can do it, Ecclesia. You have the power. God gave you the authority. Use your authority. Amen? Hallelujah. We just thank God for being here this morning. Like I say, yes, I'm talking. So Stephanie didn't see anyone on. Uh, hi, Lakeisha. I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. This is the doing of my fashion designer, Sister Stephanie Pritchett. Amen. I told you the girl has many gifts. She buys my clothes. She buys my jewelry. Yeah. And this is Sister Stephanie. Although I told her, I said, whoo, 
I said, girl, I got wings this morning. <laughs> I said, I mean, look, y'all, I got wings. <laughs> it's just beautiful. <laughs> I have got wings. I'm ready to take off and fly. Amen. Hallelujah. But I, I like to say it's nice and warm because it's cold here today. It's nice and warm. So if you need somebody to, <coughs> I'm sorry. We got that screen door over there. Oh, thank you for <coughs> And they are vacuuming or something. Next door does some <coughs> construction over there. And I just got a whiff of Yeah, it's cool. But we needed the light. Um, and I'll explain that to you another time. But um, we needed the light from the front door because of our curtains. <laughs> yeah. I'll explain that to you another time. But, whew, I can, it's, it doesn't have a smell to it, but I can be whatever it is that they're, <coughs> whew, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus, too. Get back to where you came from. Don't even come in my house. Wow. They're doing something because we've got neighbors over there that come in during the winter, and then they leave during the summer. And now they are doing construction or something over there, and whatever remnants is coming from there is getting in my throat. But we rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. But, again, I thank everybody for coming out. And Lakeisha, honey, those knees, I understand, baby. I understand. But, you know, we have a new DNA. God says we are new creatures. Oh, the old dust has passed away. Behold, all things become new. When Christ died for our sins, hallelujah, when he shed his blood, and when we accepted him, when we became redeemed, when we accepted him, then we got a new bloodline. That old DNA from mama, grandmama, great-grandma, granny, she had it too. Guess what? That stuff passed away with them. It cannot be on us. Amen? So keep on rebuking it, and it'll leave. Like my teacher, I think, yeah, my teacher said, you don't have to scream and yell to rebuke. Amen? You just talk to it. But when you're screaming and yelling, he's looking at you like, ah, yeah, uh-huh, you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But when you talk to it, and you tell it, with authority to leave your body. It's nothing but inflammation. Read up on it. Hallelujah. Or the cartilage is breaking down. Either way, God can renew the cartilage and the inflammation. He can remove that too. Amen. Just keep talking to it. It's going away. You are a vessel of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can't use you if his vessel, if his temple is all messed up. Amen. Hallelujah. So you keep on rebuking it, and it is going away. I think Monica has already talked to you. And see if what she said will work for you. I hope she's already talked to you. But see if what she has told you will work. It's that season now. So try to do that because we're not going into that. We'll talk about that on the prayer line. Uh, what, tomorrow night, the family prayer, 
and I hope you can make it tomorrow night. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't forget it now. Family prayer tomorrow night at what? 8 o'clock? And we'll talk about all this there. We're not going to put our business out. Amen. Amen. But believe. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Believe in God's word. His word is true. It cannot fail. Because he's God. He's never lied to you. He's never lied to me. He's never lied to anybody else. He has never told a lie in his life. He can't lie. He is perfection. The personification of perfection. Perfection can't do wrong. And that's the only person in the whole entire universe from eternity to eternity that you can say that about. Amen. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit cannot lie. Amen. Because they did, they all of heavens would fall. Drop, just drop, just explode. Because he has proven that he is not God. But thus far, from eternity to eternity, amen, he has proven that he is God because he's never lied. Amen. And he's never lost the case. He is our judge, hallelujah, our advocate, hallelujah, our go-between, hallelujah. He has never lost the case. Amen. Hallelujah. Anyway, we're coming. Um, do we have, yeah, we have scripture. We're coming with a scripture. It's time to gather the harvest. We go every Sunday. We sit in a building and we hear preaching from our pastor, which is good. But you know your responsibility does not end there. Amen, brothers and sisters out there? Hallelujah. I know we didn't do the announcements. Sister Stephanie has changed our schedule. She's going to do the announcements after the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. But our duty does not end after we come out of church and hear a sermon from our pastor. Amen. Hallelujah. That's when our duty begins. But before I go any further, I just wanted to give that little introduction. Let us go before the throne of grace. Father God, <clears throat> in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, hallelujah, and we praise your name. Lord, we say, we thank you for my neighbors that are back, Lord, hallelujah. Sounds like they brought my little pet back along with them, hallelujah. I bought a pet back, Lord, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. We thank you, Father, hallelujah. I'd be glad to hear the little children out there playing, Lord, because you know this neighborhood is a lot of older people, and I very seldom hear any children, hallelujah. So I thank you for that, Lord. Lord, enable them, this time enable us to become friends, become neighbors, for me to know who they are. So if they don't know you, Lord, then I can tell them, hallelujah, about you, hallelujah. It's time out, Lord, for us being an island unto ourselves. we got to spread out and get to know one another, because with what is coming on this earth, we better know one another, because we're going to need one another's help, Father. 
Hallelujah. You've shown me that. I see that. Hallelujah. So, Lord, enable your people to open themselves up to their neighbor so that they can find out who is who, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, because we're going to need one another pretty quick. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you and we glorify your name. Hallelujah. Because you are worthy to be praised. Lord, we ask you to bless our family. Wherever they are, all over the United States, overseas, wherever they are, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, bless the saved that they will continue to strive, hallelujah, to seek your word and to become stronger and stronger each day. Hallelujah. More and more and more like Jesus every day. And, Lord, those who are not saved, Lord, let us begin to open our doors, open our arms, and open our hearts to those family members who are not saved, Lord. Giving them the word in love, of course, but giving them the word. It's time out, Lord, for us to be in our little tabernacle, in our little tent, and not wanting to be bothered with anybody. And we've often said, the Bible says, save yourself from this untoward generation. Lord, I'm not making a mockery because that is your word. But, Lord, it is not yet time for that. It's time for us to gather the harvest. Hallelujah. Because there's not many of our family members, and everybody, not just mine, many of our family members are going to end up being lost, and we don't want that. So it's time for us to gather the harvest. All those who can and will, hallelujah, will come. All those who won't then we'll continue to pray for them. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and we glorify your name for this day. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, did I just do two two prayers? Sister Stephanie said, I just did two prayers, but that's okay. Because I was just led to pray again, you know. Sometimes we need prayer. I mean, we need, oh, my God. I need to do a whole program of nothing but praying, amen? Hallelujah, but I hear it pray. So whatever it was that he wanted me to say, I said because I feel satisfied in my spirit, amen? Hallelujah. Anyway, let us go on to our scripture. Um, we're coming out of Matthew chapter 9, verse 37, and it reads, we're going to ask Sister Stephanie to read it. Then said he unto the disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Then said he unto his disciples, Are you saved? Are you heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ? Then you are a disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Then said he, Unto his disciples, the harvest is truly plenteous, but the laborers are few. The harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. In this world today, with the way things are going, hallelujah, people are looking for a way out. They're looking for help. Amen. Those who don't know Christ, we who do know Christ, we are sitting back looking at them. And we know that God has already said, if you didn't know, if you listen to my nightly prayer, 
God woke me up about 3 o'clock one morning, what, last week? And he said, Portia, no matter who's in office, I am still God. And I said, yes, you are, Lord. And I turned over and went immediately back to sleep. But, see, usually Satan will steal it from me. He didn't steal it that day. Amen? Because when he said that, it got down in my spirit. Hallelujah. And I've been saying amen. Every time I hear something on the TV, I will look up and say, but you are still God. And it's in my spirit. So I don't worry no more. I hear all of the rhetoric that's going on, and I just lift my head up and say, but you are still God. Amen? Well, sometimes you got to do that, even in your household. Amen? Whew, good God Almighty. Yeah, even in your household. Amen. Hallelujah. you got to look up and say, mm, but you are still God. Amen. I, when I get... Uh, kind of backed up emotionally, my way of letting it out, as I've said before, is to say, Woo! and that lets it out. That causes the stress level to go down, way down, amen? But I found a new way, y'all. I look up and say, but you are still God. And it all, it doesn't just reduce it. It all just falls off, and I just go on. Amen? So my woosah worked for a while. But now I look up and say, but you are still God. And it all just falls off of me. Amen? And I go on and do what I've got to do. Amen? God is good, y'all. Woosah is good. But you are still God. It's better. Amen? Try it for yourself and watch what happens. See, God gives us a way that's better than the world. Amen? Hallelujah. Anyway, there are people out there who are looking for a way out. They don't know a way out. I can name some of them. Amen? But I won't. I would say the president, but the president already knows the way. <laughs> and that's enough said about that. You shall see. You can see things turn so fast. Enough said. Whew. All of you family members, I'll tell you tomorrow night at prayer. But some things you don't want to give out everywhere because, you know, there's one called Sufoot that my mom used to call. He's standing there waiting, and I'm not going to destroy anything. Sometimes our words destroy what God has put forth. And our words will mess it up. Amen. Only temporarily, but still, we don't want it messed up. But there are people who are out there who don't know the Lord. Amen. You've got family members. You've got neighbors. You've got friends. Hallelujah. They don't know the Lord. They go to church, but they don't know the Lord. Amen. They know about the announcements. They know about all the songs. That the choir sing. They know what color the robe was the pastor had on the day. Half of them, you come out of church, and you ask them, oh, you had a good time? Oh, yeah, girl. Girl, that, mm, that choir was bumping. Yeah, mm. Girl, I got my shower down. Mm. 
Oh, yeah? That's what you asked him. Oh, yeah? What did the pastor preach on today? What was his topic? Girl, I don't know. I don't even remember. But, girl, I got my shout on today. I'm feeling good. Well, the Bible says, body let exercise profit this little. Amen? Because after that good feeling leave, which is in about five minutes, when you reach your home or 10 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever, and you find yourself facing the same problems all over again. But you can't remember the word that the pastor preached. Hmm. I don't know why people go to church sometimes. I guess it's for the fellowship, but truly it's not for the word. Because if you can tell me, oh, I forgot what he preached, girl, then that means you weren't listening. You came there to have a good time. You came there to party. Amen. Hmm. And that's what's happening in the churches nowadays, amen? You got churches that have dance lines, amen? You got churches that have lights and smoke and, yeah, you got big old balls going through the congregation. Everybody wants to hit the ball. That's the blessing. You hit the ball, you get a blessing. Uh, Show me that in the Bible. Where is that? I mean, I have listened to the Bible through and through from... Genesis to Revelation several times. I've read the Bible through and through. I don't see that in the Word, not in the Greek, not in the Hebrew. And I listen to Rabbi Lapin or Latin. Hallelujah. I've not heard him say it. I listen to uh, Stephen Bindenoon. He's another Jewish gentleman that expounds on the Bible. I haven't heard him say it. But yet, You have all this going on in your church. I'm saying, okay, I guess. Hmm. And I just let it go with that. Man goes about to establish his own religion, but the end thereof is, yeah, death. A whole bunch of trouble. You can hit that ball to get your blessing. But you can't call on the name of Jesus and in faith say, the blessing is mine. Uh-huh. You know, it's time for us to get out of that nonsense. nonsense. We don't need no smoke. Bible didn't say nothing about smoke being in heaven. The only place I know where smoke is, is in hell. Amen? Uh-huh. I'm going to be for real, for real, y'all. Y'all know me. <laughs> Y'all know me. The Bible says nothing about there are any strobe lights in heaven. My teacher was talking about that he went to a church and there were these blue strobe lights up over your head. And say everything in the audience was dark. But every now and then you get hit by the strobe light that comes from the ceiling. He said, well, what is that about? I don't know. But I know if they had an epileptic in there, that epileptic went into a seizure. That's one thing I do know about epilepsy. I worked (coughs) at Alexandria Hospital for a long time. Amen? And then I was a a private CNA. Hallelujah. Then I was a, um, what was I when I was at Homeless? I worked for a place called Homeless. And you run into epileptic people. One of the things I do know 
is you cannot put those lights in their face like that because the rhythm in them that those lights going and carrying on like that will send them totally into a seizure. I'm saying, Lord, I hope there was nobody in that church with a seizure. Because if they were with epilepsy, they had a seizure. Why go to a church where it's going to throw you into a seizure? Amen. Hallelujah. Woo. Anyway, he said these, these blue lights was going all over the congregation. It was dark out in the congregation. He said, but the stage was lit up. The preacher came out, and the smoke was so high, it came up to his waist. You couldn't even see his legs. And he got up there, he preached a message, but you had all of these shapes and figures going on back there behind him, and, you know, you had the big thing up there with the words and all of this, and then you, they would put something in the back, some kind of moving film or some kind of picture. I'm saying, was that church or the theater? I don't know. But see, that's a lot of nonsense. You don't need all of that. Amen? Hallelujah. That would be distracting to me. I'm looking at all the lights like, what is going on? So you're not going to hear what the pastor is saying. Amen? Mm. Entertainment. Church has become entertainment. You go there to see a show. You don't go there to hear the word anymore. You go there to see a show. Because the show is so grand and so great that you don't even hear the little 15, 20-minute sermon that the pastor has just delivered. Amen. Hallelujah. And we wonder why the world is the way it is. We wonder why people are falling away from church. They have no foundation. But we, who are the ecclesia, we know better. We're going to give them the word. We don't need life. We don't need uh, smoke. Amen. We don't need all the motion behind us. Amen. We don't even need the big screens with the word. Amen. We pass our Bible. Amen. Hallelujah. And if they will listen to us, if they can't read, they will listen to us. Hallelujah, then they will hear the word. And we expound on the word the way God says to do it, then they will know the word. But with all of the hoopla and the hullabaloo, nobody hears what the pastor says. And all the loud music and the choir blasting and the, yeah, the line, yeah, line dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to one of those churches. I love my pastor. I don't have a problem with him, except for that, and that wasn't him. He sat there and looked at us. <laughs> they start line dancing. What do they call that, that dance that they do? The electric slide, y'all. In the, mm, not the pulpit, but you know how you go up to the front of the church, and that little space between the pulpit and the, where the pews start going back? Yeah, they started, they were up there doing the electric slide, and I looked up and said, what in the world? Okay, granted, it was a New Year's Eve night, amen? Sometime around, oh God, around 10, 11, before 12 midnight, 
they started doing the electric slide. I saw grannies up there doing the electric Can't hardly move. And they're enjoying down the line and crickety and, yeah. I'm saying, oh, come on. Oh. See, this is what's going on in these churches. Amen. And I want I, I want to tell, uh, Pastor, do you see? Yeah. And I know some of y'all say, well, ain't nothing wrong with that. Do you have the electric slide in heaven? See, the way you judge, I know the Bible says not to judge. Amen? But then it does not say that because it tells us that we are to judge. Amen? And there's a scripture that said, what is it? No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up against you, you shall judge. Amen? Uh Uh-huh. So tell me, I can't judge. I judge them by the word. Amen. The Bible says, he gave us a model prayer. As it is in heaven, so shall it be on earth. That's one of the verses. Amen. (coughs) Can you imagine Jesus up in heaven doing the electric slide? Him, John, Moses, Matthew, Luke. Paul, really? When you get up there, really? Is that what you're going to find, the electric slide? Or whatever dance they got out nowadays? No. As it is in heaven, so shall it be on earth. That was God's plan from the beginning. Amen. I never heard of Adam in the garden doing the electric slide. Amen. Him and the giraffe and the bear, no, they did not do the electric slide. Amen. Hallelujah. So why would you want that in your church? You see me keep doing that? Because when I say church, that means your building, your place of worship. Amen? We often say we are the church. No, we are not. The last time I looked, I did not have a brick in my body. Amen? Oh, I know they had the song out called the Brick House, and I was called that one time. And, yeah, that's in the world. Amen? But you are not a church. A church is a brick-and-mortar building. As I keep saying, you are the ecclesia. And if you'll come on Saturday, we're doing a lesson on what the ecclesia is. Amen? You need to know who you are. God's people are suffering from an identity crisis. Amen? Now, enough with the churches and the lights and the whoever and the smoke and the, yeah, mm-hmm. God says, read that scripture again, Sister Stephanie.
People are confused. People are mixed up. They are waiting for someone to come to them and explain to them what is going on and how they can get peace in their minds and in their hearts and in their lives. Um, but the laborers are few. But when you look around, we're too busy up in four walls with strobing lights and smoke and pictures on the wall mm-hmm. and the loud music to be bothered with them. Because when we come out of those four walls, what do we do? We go home, eat our chicken or whatever we're going to eat, that gospel bird, uh-huh. And we lay back in our lounge chair, take a nap until the next service or until we got to get up and prepare for work tomorrow. We don't go out and talk to them. All those that are in that building with us, they're usually already saved. Amen. They usually already gave their lives to the Lord. And their visitors come. They are part of you. Amen. You really don't even talk to them. You might say, praise the Lord. Welcome. Glad you came. And that's all you say. You don't take them aside and say, brother or sister, do you know the Lord for the redemption of your sins? For the pardoning of your sins? No, we don't do that. Amen. We say, praise the Lord and go on about our business. If you say that. Sometimes the visitors stand there, and they feel so alone. Some, maybe one or two people will say, praise the Lord, and go on about their business. They want to know things. You know, they fill out a visitor's card, and they leave it up to them. Because most of them, when you fill out the business card and you leave your phone number, they never even get in touch with you. Amen. Church, y'all got to get up off it. It's not about you, but it's about Jesus. Amen. You got your few or your thousands in your building, in your sanctuary, in your temple, in your assembly. Uh-huh. And you think that's all it is? No. Those visitors that come to your church, they came there because they're part of the harvest, and they're ready to be plucked and taught. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, (laughs) when I first came here to Danville, yeah, I went to a church, and I kept going back and back and back. Oh, they were so sweet, yeah. I gave my tithes and offerings. But then they come past and they touch the show. Praise the Lord. Someone would even grab your hand. Praise the Lord. But then I got sick, and nobody called. Nobody asked the person that carried me there. Nobody asked, well, how is Sister MacIver? No, nobody asked anything. I kept on sending in tithes and offering and everything, so they knew that I was still around. But nobody bothered to call. Nobody, nobody did anything, you know. And like that kind of hurt me. I'm saying they know I exist. They don't see me. I'm here at home, and I'm sick. Nobody even tried to call. Nobody asked the person that brought me there about me. What? Needless to say, I haven't been back there at church again. Uh-huh. They can show all the fake love that they want. Let me shut up. Anyway, the harvest is plenteous. When you see a visitor coming into your
there a couple of weeks, a couple of days, and then they're gone. That's part of the harvest that you've lost, Pastor, saints, church members. Amen. Wow, boy, I could get on that, but I'm not going to today. You'll hear that on Saturday. Amen. When I'm while I'm teaching about the ecclesia. But the harvest is plentiful. Like I said, sometimes God will let part of the harvest wander into your sanctuary, your assembly, wherever you worship at. And it's not plucked. Amen. So it goes out the door. You may not ever hear it from it again. Guess what? That person's blood is required at everybody's hand in that church. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell the truth about it. That person's blood is required all y'all hands from the pastor to the door. Amen. If you didn't get to them before they left and ask them, hallelujah, do they want to be saved? Hallelujah. Ask them who they are. Yeah, you got a card. Did you even call it? That's the pastor's job. Secretary should give it to the pastor, or maybe there is someone there who they have to do the job. You need to call that person. Amen. Find out how they are. Find out what they need. Amen. Find out first, are they saved? Do they know Christ for the redemption of their sins? Amen. Or for the pardoning of their sins. And then carry them. Lead them. Amen. To the throne of grace and pray. And then have them to repeat after you the sinner's prayer. You have gained a brother. Then keep in touch with them. Don't just let them go. A soul is a precious thing. And if you don't do it, then that person's blood is required at your hand if he never, you or she never gets saved. Amen. Hallelujah. The harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. That person walked in a whole church full of people, but none of them are laborers. Amen. Because nobody tried to lead them into redemption. Sister Stephanie, next verse. Yes, we're coming this time from the book of Luke. Okay, so Luke 10, verse 2. Therefore saith he unto them, the harvest. Therefore saith he unto them, the harvest tree is great. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. This is Jesus talking to us today from his word. Amen. We are his disciples. If you are saved, redeemed, then you are his disciples. Start that again. Therefore said he unto them, unto us. The harvest truly is great. The harvest truly is great. It's a lot of people waiting for you. Amen. Just to ask them. Just to explain to them what's going on out there in the world. Telling them that there is a better way. Telling them that there is a God who has died for their sins. Who has sent his son, hallelujah. Actually, the Bible says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word became Jesus and dwelt among us. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God, and the word was God. Amen? And God became flesh, and the word became flesh, and dwelt among us. What was his name? Jesus. Amen? 
So if you all got a question that, oh, well, you know, she says that Jesus is God and if Jesus and God is one. I didn't say that the Bible says. In the beginning was the Word, which was Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. Amen. Elohim. And the Word was Elohim. Amen. The great I am. I'm telling you what the Word said. It ain't what I said. It's what the Word said. Amen. Hallelujah. And the world is waiting for you to explain something like that to them. They don't know. They're miserable. Amen. Look at what's going on out there. Oh, my God. What about the man who killed the little girl? Little, what was her name, Cupcake? Maybe if somebody had gotten him, perhaps he went to a church one day. And nobody bothered to find out who he was. Amen. Maybe if you had got to him, little Cupcake would be alive today. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't know how far reaching this thing goes out. When you don't grab them then, when you don't witness to them in a supermarket, in the flea market, the neighbors, the friends, the family, when you don't let them know that there is a better way, you don't know what they're going to do next. Because when God puts them in your presence, it's for you. Yeah, you, whoever you are, to go to them, witness to them. God said one planet, one water, but he gives the increase. Amen. There's a lot going on out here in the world because we are not about our Father's business. Amen. Hallelujah. We are. Mm, the laborers, but the Bible says the laborers are few. He has plenty of laborers, but those who are willing are few. They want to go in, get entertained, go home, eat, take a nap, go to work the next day, if they even work. Amen? That's the state of the world today. They look at the news and they say, mm, that's a shame. He ain't my president. Number 45. Well, a good. Did you not vote for him? And if you didn't, didn't God allow him up in the White House? And if he did, then he is your president. If you live in the United States, then whether you want to admit it or not, he is your president. Stop telling that lie. Bob said all liars have their portion in a lake of fire. Amen? So when you are saying he's not my president, you're being mean. He is your president. God allowed him up there. People say, oh, you're always taking up for him. No, I'm taking up for the way of righteousness. God allowed him up there. Amen. Hallelujah. I ain't had nothing to do with it. Because my word doesn't mean anything. One person's word don't mean nothing. Not when you got a whole bunch of people up there like that. And instead of pulling him down and talking about him, God said we are to pray for whether you like him or not. Amen. Hallelujah. Pray for your leader. It's kind of dumb, don't you think, when you're trying to pull your leader down, the one that's the head of you in the government, you're trying to pull them down. Really? Especially one that's doing good. Really? Think about that thing. Hmm. Sometimes we come out of our mouth just wanting to be mean. Amen. 
I would never say, oh, he ain't my president, because I'd be telling a big lie. He's up in the White House, so he is my president. Don't know how long he's going to be up there. That's up to God. God puts up and puts down. Amen? That's what his word says. He turns their heart to So that's up to God. I leave that up to my father. After all, he is still God. Amen? But like I said, the fields are white. Means they're full. You ever see a field of flowers ready to pick? Oh, beautiful and yellow or white or pink or red, ready for the harvest. But there is no one to harvest them. So they lay there and they wither and die. And every one of them that withers and dies. And you didn't get to them. Their blood is required at your hand. And you say, oh, I'm going to heaven. I'm going to rapture. And you're going to get there. And the Lord going to say, depart from me, for your work was of iniquity. Well, I never knew you. Why does he say that? Why will he say that? Because you've done nothing. But go inside a four wall. Listen to the music. Clap your hands. Do your little dance. Come out there, don't even remember what the sermon was. Won't open your Bible until the next Sunday. Mm. Visitor comes in, there's a harvest right there. Grab it. Talk to it. Find out who they are. Get their number. Call them during the week. That's when you are making disciples. Teach them. You can teach them over the phone, y'all. Come on. But grab them when they come in, because if not, and they leave and they don't come back and they end up dying in their sins, then their blood is required at your hand. Ask yourself right now, how many people's blood is required at my hand? How many people have I passed by? How many people came up in the place where I worship and I did not go up to them and shake their hand? I did not ask them. Do you want to receive Jesus Christ? See, you can't put it on the pastor. I hear that. That's the pastor's job. No. You are a, thank you, Jesus, safe, sanctified man or woman. It's just as much your job as it is his. Amen. I remember an old pastor one time told me, sheep beget sheep. Amen. He will listen to you more so than he will the pastor. For some reason, people look at the pastor as some great deity, and they're scared to say too much. They would rather for you, the pew members, to come to them. Amen? They're not going to befriend the pastor, but they will befriend you. Amen? So don't let another person come in your assembly, your sanctuary, your temple, whatever your four walls are called. Amen? It's called. And let them get away without you saying something to them, without you getting their number, without you welcoming them and giving them a hug. Don't worry. You are safe. You're full of the Holy Ghost. Nothing can get in you from them because the Holy Spirit dwells within you. Amen. God told you, and nothing by any means shall harm you. Amen. Hallelujah. Any more, Sister Stephanie? Yeah. Pray you, therefore, the 
is the Lord of the harvest. That he will send forth laborers into his harvest, or unto his harvest. Amen. That's my prayer. Lord, send forth laborers. Hallelujah. You've already sent me. Lord, we need help out here. Hallelujah. Send forth laborers, more laborers, Lord, for the harvest, because people's souls are being lost every day, because we, hallelujah, the laborers are not harvesting his fields. We, who are the laborers, are not harvesting the world. And souls will be lost and going to hell every day. Don't let it be said when you get, hallelujah, to the end of your life. And you expect to step into heaven and you end up going down. Or God, you go before God and God says, depart from me. Amen. Don't be like the five foolish virgins and miss out. Amen. Because you were too busy playing around, shaking your thing in church. Amen. Uh-huh. They do that too. I ain't going there. No. Now I'm not down on churches. You got some churches. Hallelujah. Do a great job. Amen. At winning souls. Amen. They make sure you don't get a run. What's his name? Carpenter is one of them. They make sure. So is Bill Winston. He's another one. You say, oh, she talking about black. No. Ron Carpenter is not black. He is a Caucasian gentleman. And Bill Winston is a uh, African-American gentleman. Amen. But they make sure you don't get out of there without them knowing who you are. Amen. They give you a card. You fill it out. The people are all around you. They even got to, before you get out of there, they're going to know who you are, and they will call you, amen? I mean, you send them an offer, and they call you and ask them for prayer, amen? That's what they're supposed to do. Those are people who are doing what they're supposed to do. But many churches, and I, I said, I just got out of one. Mm. And they won't be going back there. I know my friend wants me to go back there because when, you know, he sees me doing what I'm doing now, you know, and they see me doing what I'm doing now, and she sees me doing what I'm doing now. Oh, when you come into my church, blah, 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 blah. no, there's no use. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm not going everywhere, because when y'all go down, and I'm not saying they are, when y'all go down, I ain't going down with you. Amen? Because, see, if I stand up, and say, hi, hey, praise the Lord, brother and sister. They're going to look at me like, what is she doing? She thinks she's a pastor. She ain't got time for junk like that. God called me online. Amen. Hallelujah. And, uh, yeah, I'll go out. I will soon. I know that. I already know that. Because I'm an evangelist, and my job is to travel. Amen. Hallelujah. And I will be. I'm just waiting for God to open up some doors. Amen. Number one, a driver and transportation. Amen. But I know I'm going to travel. Amen. Amen. And I don't want one person to leave there without being saved. I don't want one person to leave here today without being saved. That's why I give you our email address. Amen. Reaching the masses media ministry at gmail.com. So if you want to be saved, I will immediately call you. Amen. 
Hallelujah. And we will go before the throne of grace so that you can give your lives to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. If not, then you can go to our website, reachingthemassesministry.com. Amen. As I said, reachingthemassesministry.com is the head ministry. Reaching the Masses Media Ministry is the subsidiary. Amen. Hallelujah. We have something else coming. Hallelujah. I'm not going to say what it is right now because I don't want nobody to grab that name before I get a chance to get it copyrighted. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'll let you know all that later. But I'm going to make sure that you have everything that you need so that your soul won't be lost. And if you keep on listening, you will hear me begging and pleading during the day and at night, seven days a week. I say the same thing. If you are not saved, give your life to the Lord today. You don't know what you're missing. There's only two places that you can go, heaven or hell. You choose. God made you creatures of choice. See, your blood will not be required in my hand. Amen. I got enough trouble there it is. Amen. Hallelujah. It's going to be a point where I'm going to be traveling to certain places. And all of you who are listening, I pray that the Lord allow me to come to your city, your state. Amen. Hopefully your country. I would love to go to Zambia and see what Zambia is all about. Hey, I'd love to go to Russia. I've heard about Russia. I hear it's a beautiful country. Amen. Hallelujah. Wherever God sends me is where I will go. Amen. But I know his protection will surround me. But that's our sermon for today, our teaching for today, whichever one you want to call it. See, I'm an evangelist, so I'm going to stir you up. And I'm going to let you know that if you're letting somebody pass, hallelujah, that you could have witnessed to, and you don't get to see them again, then their blood is required at your hand. Amen. We are creatures of repetition. We do things over and over and over again. Usually when we go to a grocery store, we go to the same cashier over and over and over again. Amen. We go to the same grocery store over and over and over again, which means you will see meat cutters, you will see cashiers, you will see customer service people. Why not walk up to them and give them a card or just come up to them and say, you know, I thank God you all are here. You all have helped us many times. I thank God that your prices are good. I thank God that your meat is fresh, whatever. And they will thank you for it. Amen. Even write a letter to the store complimenting one of the cashiers. Get their name. Amen. And then go back and tell them, I wrote a letter to your company. Did you hear from them? And she's going to say either yes or no. If she says no, say, well, I wrote a letter. I wanted them to know how good you are. You have been really well since I've been here. I usually come to you. I seek you out so that I can come to you because you always add up everything accurately. That's your opening right there. Do you have a home church? Are you saved? Do you know the Lord for the pardoning of your sin? They're going to look at you like, uh, uh, no. You want to go? I'm going to invite you to church with me. Have your address written down on a card or piece of paper. You plan this thing out beforehand. And I want you to come because I want to honor you. I want to let people know about you. Yeah, you know what? It's about them. Amen? But what you're doing is showing them love. Amen? Hallelujah. You bring them into church. 
and you ask your pastor, can you stand up and give a testimony? And let them know, you go over here to such and such such store. She's going to give you good service. You've made a friend. Amen. Hallelujah. You go to her boss, customer service, whoever there, the head person, and you tell them about her. You lift them up, whether it be male or female. Amen. Come on, if they do something bad, you're going to call and you, well, you know that cash, lift them up when they do something good. Amen. If you like them and their service, lift them up. That's your opening to witness to them about the Lord. Amen. Every time you go there, witness to them about the Lord until they get it. Amen. Hallelujah. My church did such and such and such, or we did something. Come on. I want you to come on over with us. You know, we're having a picnic at our church. I want to invite you. I thought about you, girl. Uh, I, tell, I, want you, I want you to bring your whole family. That's how you win a soul for Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. We got to get up off our do nothing and do what God called us to do. He didn't call you to sit on a pew. Amen. He called you to be about your father's business. Amen. Invite somebody to come and listen here on Sundays and Saturdays and our nightly prayer. Even do our doing our high noon prayer on Wednesdays. Amen. They will hear the word. But you invite them to listen with you. You send them the tape after we're done or send them the video after we're done. And they're going to call you, girl, what is this you sent me? That's your chance right there. Use every opportunity. We get several of them per day. Use every opportunity that God gives you. Amen. Enough said. We're going to bring on Sister Stephanie with our announcements. Then we're going to go into closing prayer. But remember, the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Not because we don't have laborers. It's because our laborers are sitting and doing nothing, just staying in the four walls. They got their bags packed, waiting for the rapture. It's coming. But until every nation has heard the word, the rapture will not occur. Amen. So let us get this thing going. Come on, get it going. The fields are white. The harvest is plenteous. Amen. You laborers out there, you church members, you, you pew warmers, get out. Do something. What was that said that um that was one of those characters on TV say, Get up off your rusty dusty, amen. Hallelujah. I'm being kind by about that, amen. I could say a whole lot more. Say get up off those pews. The pews don't need warming, amen. Stop just being entertained. Listen to what the pastor say, learn the word, but you won't open your Bible until you go back to church, amen. Some of you got Bibles out there been sitting so long on that coffee table. It's got an inch of dust on it. Amen. People come in your living room and they sit there on your couch and they start sneezing because there's so much dust on your Bible. Really? And you say you're a child of God? Hmm. I won't judge you. You judge yourself according to the Word. See what the Word says about it. Amen. Here's Sister Stephanie without today's announcement. Good morning, God. Good evening, wherever you're listening. Thank you all for listening. Um, once in all, it's been countries that are listening to us. We got the United States, Alaska, Germany, Australia, Zambia, Brazil, Italy, France, Ireland, Russia, and India. And also thank you thank you to all the military folks 
uh, listening overseas or in the United States since you're also listening. Next, I'm going to bring you the prayer list. We have um, Atisha Davis, Lakeisha Hazley, the, the Clark and Cook family, Lyndon Owens, Keith Katie, Amanda Monica Bass, Richard Robinson, Emery Holmes, Diane Holmes, Jeremy Holmes, Kia Cook, Russ Wagner, Diane Wagner, their granddaughter Abby. Also keep their ministry in, their, in your prayers. That is OmegaKingdomMinistries.org if you want to check them out. We also have Edna Clark, Lynn, that's Anne's brother, Julia Stokes, Elliot Stokes, Jeff, Eric, Malik Rose, Robert, their grand, their, um, his daughter, Mackenzie, no wait, sorry, Robert, his daughter, Abby, and granddaughter, Mackenzie, and also keep his friend in your prayers, that's, um, Debbie. Amen. announcements for today. We thank Sister Steph for reading the scripture, scriptures, and for our announcement. She prepares all of this, y'all, every morning and every afternoon. If you all heard our prayer last night, we did, we recorded the prayer early because she was tired, y'all. We had already did the Saturday morning live. And then we had a fellowship, amen. And uh, <laughs> last night, we were both pooped. So we did it early and um, uploaded the prayer. I promise we won't do that too many times because I like live, amen. 
Hallelujah Live audio anyway. That's what our prayer is. On Sunday morning, I'm going to try to always be here live video. We're getting better. Amen. We need a recording studio um, because my landlord sometimes will come busting in and, yeah, we had to get rid of a film the other day. Well, we didn't get rid of it. It actually didn't come out because uh, it came busting in, and it's like, oh, Lord. I hear it. Anyway, long story short, you have people come busting in, and, um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Amen. Hallelujah. But we're looking for a... um, place where we can have a recording studio that's away from anybody coming in or maybe off-premises, amen. We're renting right now, hallelujah, but God is, I believe he's getting ready to bless us, amen, because we need our own, because when you have a landlord and that landlord is whatever way, then you don't know what's going to happen, amen, hallelujah, Um very small place. You have a front and you have a back. We, our abode is in the back. Amen. Hallelujah. But um, long story short, I'm praying for a um, recording studio, a real recording studio, not in a living room. Amen. We started out in my bedroom. There was not enough room. Now we're in the living room. Plenty of room, but too many interruptions. Amen. So pray for us that the Lord will bless us with a true recording studio where we can put stuff up at, let it stay up. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll have to keep putting up and taking down, putting up and taking down. That's wear and tear on your expensive equipment. But let us go before the throne of grace. I don't know where that came from, where I've been praying for it. So, hey, y'all pray with me. Amen. But saints of God, please. Don't let people get by. Amen. Say something to them about the Lord. Or just give them a hug and say, God loves you. Amen. Or a handshake and say, God loves you. They need to hear that the world is seeking solitude. They're seeking love. Amen. They need the attention from God's children, the ecclesia. That's what we're put here for to lift them up, to let them know that there is hope, to let them know that there is a God. I would not want to be in this world and not know that there is a God that has already given his life for me so that I can be redeemed, so that I won't have to go through the mess that's going on in this world. Amen. Hallelujah. The time is not long, y'all. Christ is going to come. What are you going to do when he comes? And he says, oh, no. Mm-mm. I know you not, for your work was of iniquity. Mm-mm. You don't want to hear that. Amen. You want to hear, well done, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come on in and enjoy the glory of the Lord. Amen. Next week, we're coming to you with what can I do? to win the harvest. I'm a laborer. What can I do to gather the harvest? Amen? Because every one of us can gather the harvest. If you are saved and you call yourself a child of God, 
you say you're saved and redeemed, then you are a gatherer. The harvest is waiting. Amen. Next week, we're going to show you how to gather the harvest. You've been listening to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry. Hallelujah. I am your host, Evangelist Portia MacIver. Let us go before the throne of grace in closing prayer. Amen. This time, I promise I'll do one prayer. Amen. (laughs) Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and we glorify your name. Lord, I thank you for the sermon today. Hallelujah. This scripture, hallelujah. Yes, 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 Lord. I am exactly who you called me to be. You said, evangelist, hallelujah, and through me, you stir people up, hallelujah. That's what an evangelist is supposed to do. We stir up, hallelujah, get them to thinking. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. And hallelujah, glorify your name, Lord. Let each and every one of us that's listening today, hallelujah, recognize who we are, hallelujah. What gift do we have and use those gifts to your glory, for your glory, hallelujah. All of us, hallelujah, are laborers, and it's time to gather, hallelujah, before the time comes, hallelujah. Before the end comes, it's time for us to gather, time for us to show love, Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, wrapping our arms around people, shaking their hands and letting them know that there is a God, hallelujah, because a lot of them don't understand, Lord, hallelujah. Lord, we praise your name, and we glorify your name. We lift your name on high. You said hallelujah is the highest praise, and that's what we say, hallelujah, because you are our Father, hallelujah, our King, which makes us royalty. So, Lord, hallelujah, let us do what our King wants, hallelujah. Don't let another soul be lost unless they choose to. Hallelujah. We can't make them, but we can open the way for them, Lord. We can open that door for them. Hallelujah. So that they can walk through to redemption. In the name of Jesus, bless everyone. Hallelujah. That's listening here. Bless them health-wise, both naturally and spiritually, Lord. Put some money in their pocket, Lord. Those who give, Lord, hallelujah. You said give, and he'll give it back to you, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. Bless them. For that seems to be the cry, health and finances. Lord, we thank you, hallelujah, for all of those who choose to give at our website today, Lord. Bless them. Increase what they have given, hallelujah, threefold, fold 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. You said 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. That 3-fold, don't know where that came from, Lord, but it's not of you. You said you were blessed to have 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. All of those who give under reachingthemassesministry.com, Lord, bless them. That 30, 60, and 100-fold that you promised them, we declare and decree that you will bless them. We are blessed to be a blessing, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for knowing the truth about giving. Hallelujah, Lord. We ask you to guide our footsteps today, Lord. Keep us safe, hallelujah. Give us a peaceful night's sleep, Lord, hallelujah. And a wonderful day, Lord. Let this day be one of the greatest days we've ever experienced, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we pray, hallelujah. Amen, amen.
Hallelujah. Mm. Praise Jesus, y'all. Amen. Hallelujah. Because he is good to us. And like I said in my prayers, if you choose to give, hallelujah, go to Reaching the Masses Ministry, and you will see our PayPal link. And if you know how to use PayPal, then just go. Give whatsoever you can. The Bible says give, and he'll give it back to you. Pressed out, shaking together, and running over. Will men give unto your bosom? Amen. So when he, you give someone his, then he will cause somebody else to give to you. We're going to do a lesson on offering one day. Something I found out, something I've been in error with for, oh, my God, for years, and did not know until the Lord or the Holy Ghost opened it up to me one day, and it's like a light came on. Hallelujah. And I'm going to share it with you after this series is over. I'm going to share it with you. But thank you for all of you who want to give. Go over to Reaching the Masses Ministry, not Media Ministry, ReachingTheMassesMinistry.com. Amen. And what is it, a button? It says donate. You can donate to us. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to leave you today with this thought. What am um, ask yourself, what am I doing? Hallelujah for Jesus. Hallelujah. Am I making disciples? He said the harvest is white. The harvest is plenteous. The souls are ready. But the laborers are few. Am I a laborer? Am I in the few or in the many? What am I doing to make disciples for Christ? Ask yourself that. This is Evangelist Portia Mike Ivers saying, have a great day. God loves you. So do I. And if you have not given your life to Christ, what are you waiting for? Come on over to this side, amen, where the table is spread and the feast of the Lord is going on. We're having a good time over this side, y'all. All y'all that don't know Christ, we're having a wonderful time over this side, amen. Hallelujah. We thank you all for listening today. Love you. Bye-bye.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.